What is going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down, episode number 82.1, and we're continuing and finishing our playthrough of Mind Jack. Um, today I have with me Matt. Hello. And Anthony. Hi. Um, so with the enthusiastic... Uh, intros here. I think we're, we're we're ready to talk about Mind Jack. So Matt was the only person that finished this game at approximately eight minutes ago. Eight minutes ago, so very topical for its time. Um, Which is I, over, yeah, <laughs> for good, yeah. Uh, so uh, I I I quit very very early on. Um, I probably played another hour and a half to two hours of this game, uh, since the last recording and something happened in the game and I said, I do not want to play this game anymore. It's funny. I said that almost every single day for every the last time week. you played it. Yep. Um, so I can't even remember where we left off, uh, a guy with woman, goes through corridor. We went outside. We were at the building where the guy who made the mind jacks technology. Is this Gardner? The, na- the names in this game are real hard for me to keep straight. I think Gardner's the bad guy. Okay. Is he? Are you sure? Uh, no. Yeah. I feel like when they went to get uh, um when they went to get, like, a writer, they're like, hey, write something that, like, Westerners are going to like. He just went for the most generic white person names. Like, yeah, yeah that's fine. And when I say generic, I, I, actually, that's probably the wrong word. Just the most, like, obviously white person <laughs> names, and then everybody looks just kind of similar. Yeah, this like, game, it... I can't tell if it's too glossed. It's not that. It's you're right. It's like everything is your like your calculated average of what this person should be. Yes, Gardner. That sounds like a scientist name. Like I suppose. So, um, I can't even uh, like I've, behind the scenes. I can't even find a a walk through not even i mean of the story even yep i i find the uh wikipedia entry of the story comical it's like one sentence yeah (laughs) which is you know unfortunately also our review of the game you know our, our discussion of the story is quite short for that same reason it's just nothing is memorable about this game i this game went from boring to bad yes Yes. Yeah. That's, that's that's the best way. It, you know, it, w- w- here's what happened. It, it didn't necessarily go from boring to bad. It oh, no, from, it did. It went from boring to it's still boring, and it, it boring eventually becomes bad. So I think you're right. I think we we go to the building where <laughs> the, the mindjack technology oh, – I, I know, right? Um. I know previously I talked to you, Matt, about handing you, um, spy, like sending you spy fiction if you're interested after oh, yes. playing Deadly Premonition. Oh, yes. That game has a lot of sort of grayish 
corridors at times. But they're always these... It's always part of a bigger building. And somehow all the buildings in this game look the same interior-wise, except for the airport. <laughs> I I just don't fully understand that. Um, and, and one of them is a PS2 game. This is 360. There's no reason why it should be all similar. But we end up in the building where the Mindjack technology is being made or something. We we get some of the data. Oh, that's, even that's not correct, because we get to a computer and then move on. That's how this game should be described at every point. We get to a computer and we move on. Yeah. So, um, after we move on, I believe is where we get into the super soldiers or whatever they're called. Yeah, they're still in the building. Yeah. We this beat them, fight, then we go to the roof. No, we don't. Yeah, well, we beat them. That's that's a funny... Uh, I sat there for 20 minutes trying to see if this guy would... The last of the many would pop his head out from behind cover. <laughs> Whatever side I sat on, he was the opposite side. Like, there's... So, smart, it's smart. place in a library. And, um... They throw flashbangs, which the female character, Rebecca Weiss, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just saw it on the Mind Jack wiki. I'm not taking credit for remembering that. Um, she, she keeps yelling, Watch out, grenade! Watch out, grenade! And so I'm like, alright, well, last guy, after it's, after it's been a pain in the ass anyways, I'm like, alright, last dude. And every time I try to shoot at him, he's on the other side of one of these um, library racks. So now I'm like, okay, now I have to go and chase him down. And every time I chase him down, he keeps moving. And he keeps moving or th- and throwing a flashbang or moving and just moving a little bit too fast for my character to catch up. So I can't kill him. That took 20 plus minutes. Yeah, me too. It's like a Scooby-Doo skit. Whenever they're in the hallway with a bunch of Benny doors. Hill. Benny Hill's a better... Yeah. But everyone knows what chasing. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, it was awful. Yeah. Um, then we end up in the shipping yard, I think. Uh, uh, that was... Bef- no, we, we go through the roof part first. Oh, the roof part. I don't remember the roof part. Where you're running uh, in between uh, buildings on scaffolding. Oh. Is, is this where you get to the helicopter? Yeah. At the end? Yeah. This is, so, I mean, when this game is sort of working at its best, I think most of the best parts come later in this game. But most of the frust- most frustrating parts come later in this game. So, you know, when you I, said I it goes from boring, boring to bad. agree with you on the best parts of this game come at the, closer to the end of this game. Well, I'd see the me, more interesting, the interesting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it depends how you define best, right? Because they, they may have been the worst parts for me because they were so frustrating, but they were also more interesting, and I felt like I could see where this game was trying to be a good game, which is, yeah, the beginning was boring. We've got you used to everything. You know you know the different enemy types now, so we're going to layer them in. But what they do is just layer in wave after wave after wave, and there's a lot of people that can kill you in, like, one hit. 
and they come at you from all sides. So while you get some more interesting encounters in what you have to do, far and away they get more and more frustrating. So for me, it starts out boring and gets bad, but more interesting. But the bad vastly outweighs the interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, that that hits the nail on the head. Um, yeah, I don't remember the helicopter too much because I'm starting to zone out here. Yeah, and this is where you've got people on the other side of the scaffolding. You're trying to watch them as well as the helicopter at some points. Yeah. That, that's it. You, you go, you, you, they blow up a bunch of bridges, so you have to figure out another way around. Then you use a ladder, and the, or the ladder, you're going, you're going to use the ladder. I don't think they actually... Did anybody climb a ladder in this game? No. I don't think they actually put in the animation to climb a ladder, which is why <laughs> the ladder tips over and you just walk up the ladder. Yeah, I spent a good while at that. Like, how do I knock this over? Clearly, that's what I have to do. But you have to do something else and just wait for the scripted part to have the rocket hit the area to dislodge the ladder so it falls so you can walk. Yeah. But you're right, you never climb it. Man. Yeah. Then you're you're on the roof. You fight the helicopter. I thought we did that earlier in the game. That's just, this is the second time that happened. Yeah. Did I? <laughs> after that, after that, time passes. You kind of escape the guys for a little while, and he calls his buddy. Finally, gets a hold of him again, and he's like, "Hey, I'm at the shipyard." We're going to lay low here. And he said, all right, I'm going to come find you guys. Okay, yeah. So this is where the game starts to get really dumb and worse in the gameplay department. Yeah, (laughs) this is where I checked out. So I put a tank, but the tank can't fire all the way down. No. So as long as you have the sniper rifle, you can shoot some of the guys, but they'll get you a lot, too. And, and you don't have that much ammo at this part. No. No. So you have to push forward. No, because this game decides that every time you hit a next story beat, you only have your pistol again. Yeah, yeah what the heck is that? I don't That's know. called... I can tell you what it is. Bad game design. You're literally walking down a hallway. Like, you haven't even, like... No time has passed for most of these scene changes. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's like, taking you hostage so that they've removed your weapons. They literally just fall out of your hand. Yeah. You're just like, I don't need this machine gun I picked up. I don't need all I'll this ammo. Or this grenade, these grenades that I picked up. I'm just going to throw them down. I'm just going to keep my pistol out. Despite the fact that I ditched that pistol 20 times already. It keeps yep. coming back. Yep. So yeah, the the tank fight, uh, you have to shoot guys, then you have to go, there's like a little place with a ladder for some reason where you can click to get ammo. I don't even know what it is. It's a weapons rack. Is that what that is? I think so. Yeah. Okay, it looks like a mini little stepladder. Yeah, they have those throughout the, like, because more and more of this game turns into like this scene, which is basically not a puzzle, but had they... Had they structured this better and you had to figure out each of these encounters and they were interesting and different, 
this game would have actually just gotten better as it progressed. Because they set these rooms up kind of like this. And you need to know when you can get to the weapons rack and how to get to the weapons rack. But they never like that's never really an interesting part of any of these kill rooms. Yeah, see so that you know what you're you're describing. You're describing the boss fights in Metal Gear Solid. Yep. Because that's one of the coolest things about Metal Gear Solid is it has these boss fights where you have to kind of figure out what to do. Yep. But apparently, that would make it a good game, and that's not what Mindjack was going for. This is, this is this is what you do in this game. You point the gun, you shoot. And you keep shooting. <laughs> Until everything is dead. Yeah. Oh, you the helicopters fly? So, mm-hmm. later on in this, this, as we're going through the shipping yard, there's a section where it is on, you're on top of shipping crates, and it's kind of this, like, long sort of, I almost call it a bridge the way it feels. And there's some guys off to the right-hand side um, shooting at you. And I could not pass the segment because I didn't know why it wasn't ending. I'm like, everybody's dead. <laughs> yep. But then I'd hear, like, one shot. And I turned around and eventually Someone's I found the, found the guy. He was on a lower crate over the edge. I was like, okay killed him and moved on but the, the stupid helicopter keeps flying around i'm like I, am i supposed to shoot this helicopter down no <sighs> so that part right there had snipers yes trying to shoot you um so i tried the uh the tank part probably about five times died multiple times made it past it walked got a cutscene. And um, then started down this bridge area with the snipers. I got killed by the snipers. It took me back to the cutscene before the tank fight. Yeah. And I turned off the game and never turned it back on. So when I gave up on this game every single day, it was for that exact reason. Like, they're hard-fought rooms, and then I'd get into the next one and I would die just apparently, in my mind, just before I hit the next checkpoint. I'm like, I already cleared the kill room. Why do I have to go back and do it again? Yeah. And that was that was my breaking point. I was like, I just spent probably 40 minutes trying to kill this tank. I finally succeeded, pressed on, and then had to do the tank again. I'm not spending another 40 minutes of my life doing something I just did. Yep. The part of this game that broke me the most was a room like that. And, like, if I were to describe this game, like, this is... The main thing I remember are these rooms. Like some of the bosses, again, weren't weren't interesting in and of themselves, but at least they were different. But the things that I remember the most are mostly the rooms that I had to repeat like twenty times to get through. <sighs> and uh, yeah, just draining, like soul crushing, to finally yeah. get through that and to and like. So, because sometimes in this game you die so so quickly yeah. whether it's a rocket or a sniper rifle so like to have finally succeeded a 20 minute battle and then die because you looked the wrong direction when you went into the next room is really painful yeah that was the thing is like I had died so many times from just random stuff that yep. I didn't know was going to kill me I didn't know there was a guy there guys spawn in the like out of nowhere they materialize yeah. yep and I'm just Even like, more so later in this game. They come at you, they run down the stairs, they're coming front, back, top, bottom. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. 
So I just, uh, Mind Jack beat me. So in the next part, you enter, of course, a gray building, and you start fighting monkeys with, like, guns attached to them. (laughs) Yeah. Like the mini monkeys and also gigantic gorillas. Yeah, you. So fight these aren't the these aren't robot robotic monkeys. These are they're actual... like half half robotic now, I suppose. Yeah. So they're cyborg. So then, you can mind, then you can mind jack them and play as them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I thought they were dogs at first. The little ones. Yeah. These they start jumping around. You're like, okay, it's a monkey. Um. And then you fight a boss fight where you fight a gorilla. Um, and this is where the other guy, the guy character comes in. After is his name Lyle? Gives a shit. Is it, is it the guy that, <laughs> that, what's his name, has been talking to on his intercom system? There's a cutscene that shows, I don't know, man. He's a bad guy. Let me put it this way. I've spoiled the game for you. Oh, he's a bad guy. Is sort of. Okay. Whatever. You've seen him in the flashbacks. He's one of the soldiers. It doesn't matter. Nothing of this matters. <laughs> um, okay, so... You now have a different person with you at all times. What happened with Rebecca? She ran off. Oh, okay. Now we're chasing her. Uh, okay, makes sense. <laughs> um, why? Don't ask questions. Uh, then you fight... You fight through and the other side of... I don't even know. The other side of the shipping yard, I suppose. But this side has a lot less... Like, a lot... Oh, no, sorry. It's the construction site. Because, of course, it is. Um, it looks just like the shipping yard, sort of. Except there's a lot more dirt. <laughs> um, yep. You fight through that. And then you get to a boss fight where there's, like, a tiny mech in the center. And I and and of course waves of enemies. So as soon as I killed the guy that had the rocket launcher, I just stood right near the weapons rack, kept reloading my ammo, and then firing rockets at the mech. It's it's this one that's like no bigger. It, it's it's just slightly bigger than like a person. So I killed him. And nothing happened. So clearly I have to kill some more enemies. But I have to find them first. Um, like, this game's not good. I'm really trying here. Then you start going through the city, which is a more interesting environment that was gated off by way too many hours of boring samey looking environments this is the most interesting the game has looked it's a futuristic world and we're finally getting to see it now I'm not going to tell you it's the best futuristic world I'm not going to tell you it's amazing but it's still generic it's still generic but it's better generic than tunnels absolutely Um, so I you're kind of running up these stairs at one point you're moving through and uh, you it get to, it's a little bit like the intro video has a little bit of that. It tries to give you like an overview of the city. Yeah, and even that again kind of feels 
Like, it doesn't have, like, you know, something like that Killzone Shadowfall had a lot of, like, futuristic city. That was cool. Cooler. I mean, still generic, but cool. Or I'm thinking um, Deus Ex, maybe the yeah. second one. You know, the intro has you flying over a futuristic city. This is like those, but with even more characters stripped out of it. And the intro to this game, and th- this part kind of hints that at least you're in that world. Because for the rest of this game, the gray buildings, the dirt, the underground hallways, it's barely even futuristic. And it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with that city that you see in the opening and closing videos of this game. Now, I can't recall. I know we moved through the city. Do we enter a building before the mech boss fight? Yes. I haven't I mean, the seen whole this, e- and I would say yes. Yeah. yeah. I would assume <laughs> so. So, so uh, there, I mean, there's some... There's, like, I don't know, there's the... the what's trans... The first time this game turns from any... Changes in any way is, is like, it implies it's going to be an escort mission. And I was like, alright, let's see how that goes. I hate escort missions, but I'm also not enjoying this game. So anything different could be better. Yeah, you know, and so you escort him down, and then he gets shot, and guess what? Time to kill all the guys again. Yeah. You, you make it to, inevitably, you make it to, like, where, a point where a guy's like, hey, I wonder if it's that building over there, and he points it to the skyline or whatever, and you see it, and he's like, your character's like, I want to go in this building. And, um... Yeah, and that ends up being the whole end of the game, right? It's basically, we need to get this building, and then we're going to take an elevator all the way to the top, and that's obviously well, where... Well, I don't know that part, because as soon as I got into the mech fight, I went, I'm done with this. I can't... I know the, I know the loop. Like, I'm going to find the guy with the missile launcher. Yep. And then I'm going to shoot the mech a lot. And then I have to kill the rest of the guys. And I'm like, and I don't care and just I can't I can't keep giving this game my time yeah I, w- I was too stubborn I that that was my sentiment every single day <laughs> I, I I almost went back and I went I'm not going back I, I just not to fight a giant mech which by the way most interesting mech they seem to keep getting better this one's actually huge this time too it but sounds just, good when you say, oh, I don't want to have to go fight a giant mech. Like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, this except game that takes, it's takes, like, an interesting premise and makes it as boring as you could make it. Yeah. And now now you're on your own, because this is where I stopped. Yeah. So, so for me, the, the rest of this game is, is just more complicated kill rooms. You get some new characters. So, did you, not characters, but enemies... Did you see the enemies that end up walking around in, like, spacesuits? Did you see those at all? Uh, you're not talking the shotgun guys? Yeah, mostly shotgun guys, but then they okay. bring in people later with, like, that same spacesuit aesthetic. Just but they have, they have like, like mach- they have machine guns that are better and stuff? Yeah, and rocket yeah. launchers and shotguns. Yeah. It's, it's basically just, like, your level 3 enemy. Yeah, so... so- so, side yeah. note, while I mentioned it, some of the machine guns had a better version, but the ammo doesn't work together. Yep. And I hated that. Because it's like, here's, an, here's the 
whatever eight. The red version. Yeah, and then you'd get the red version, which is the version nine. For some reason, ammo is incompatible. Yep. It's literally firing the same shot, but it's just a more powerful. And I understand that in real life, you know, (laughs) it's the caliber of the ammo. But um, this game has bullshit science, so as far as I'm concerned... The ammo pickups should have worked on my better gun. Not that it matters, because I can't carry them to the next level. Uh. Yeah. For me, there's a couple of good rooms. I mean, good in that I died a lot, so I remember them. But ended up being reasonably interesting. I I gave up almost completely on this game a couple of times when I had to fight two mechs at the same time. That would be up. Done. A, there's a couple of rooms where it, it's just tough the second one is the worst because you basically walk into a semicircle and they're both in the middle and highly active because the first couple times you fight them they're not super active you can just kind of wander around like these ones are super active so you if you're out in the open you're dead in two seconds and there's a semicircle of pillars so you have to stay around the outside and then what complicates this fight more is that you get in, and there's a, a rocket guy next to you, so you have to kill him, get his rocket launcher. Then you need to hide behind the pillars. You need to work your way around the semicircle all the way to the other side and kill two or three machine gun guys and a rocket launcher guy to get his two rockets to fire them at the mechs. Then go all the way back around the semicircle to kill three more guys, pick up two rockets. Then go all the way back around the semicircle, and you have to keep doing that. There, there's no way to get ammo other than traversing the entire perimeter of this area to kill multiple guys to get two rockets. And so that was like that was awful because you can be, again, 20 or 30 minutes into a single fight, or maybe 15 to 20 minutes in, and catch a stray rocket and start over. That was pain. And then there's at least one more good room where – actually, this one – Kind of felt a little bit like a puzzle, so this is one of the rooms I liked a little bit better. You walk in kind of onto a a little plateau, and there's a a double stairway going down in front of you, and there's kind of two two levels down. And so as soon as you walk in, you've got a couple of pillars to hide behind, and then off in the distance, you've got a raised walkway with two of the space-suited rocket launcher guys, and they are really, really hard to kill. But they're shooting rockets at you while you've got people coming up both sets of stairways at you. So trying to hide from the rockets, hide from these people, get in a position to kill them. It was a bit more complicated. And then as you're working your way down these steps, you get you know more and more enemies come up. Not fun, I would say, but if now most of this game I wouldn't say is fun. No. But some of these rooms, if they had been a little less frustrating and a little bit more, again, where you had to figure out the path through them. It's what I felt like this game was trying to do, but failed at. And it's where I was like, alright, we're not super far from a good game, it's just really poor execution. And then the rest of the game doesn't even seem like it expired too much. (laughs) We're not far from a good game, and then it spit in your face and told you you're wrong. (laughs) So, Matt, let me ask you this. From where Anthony stopped to the end of the game, how far was it, do you think? It sounds like it had to be an hour or two. 
I would have said even a little bit more because you go through all of these points to get to this building, oh. and then you then like you're finally at the building, quote unquote the building, and then you spend the next hour and a half trying to get up the elevator to the elevator and up the elevator. I I'm so glad I ended <laughs> where I did. And didn't push on. Me too. Oh, God. And there's a couple. So when you're in the lobby, the main lobby, trying to get to the elevator, that was another point where I was like, I'm done with this game. Because there are probably 30 different enemies that come in four or five different waves. Uh, snipers, many, many shotgun enemies that can just come up behind you and, and you're dead in one shot. But finally made it there. And the, the only other thing probably worth talking about is you just you just fight these waves and you're making your way up to the top of the building and then you get to the boss fight, which is, again, not cool, but slightly more interesting. So you end up fighting, I think it's the same guy from before. His name is maybe Lyle or it's Gardner or it's both. I can't really tell. So is Rebecca back with you at this point? Yep, yeah, she comes back after hold a little on, while. So hold on, I'll go to the MindJack wiki, the wiki about MindJack. <laughs> Let me... <clears throat> and it, characters. So we're Jim Corbijan. Corbijan, yeah. <laughs> the worst. Uh, sorry, I'm just opening them up. And um, So Lyle Fernandez is the guy that is your partner when Rebecca's away. Okay. Yep. And you're going after Andrew Gardner. Yep. But I think you end up fighting Lyle at the end. Who has probably been jacked. So, Lyle Fernandez is currently our most valuable asset within the FIA. Oh my god, I just realized. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Oh, God. This this wiki, I think, has been written by... I think it was made by uh, the, the company that made it. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you say that? Okay, okay so just because... Because... Wiki nobody else would have access to that information... No, that too. But but generally, w- wikis, especially ones using the like fandom slash wikia, uh, used to be called wikia. It's now fandom. Um, there's some issues with the spelling, so it definitely could be edited. Um, I I can't see who made the post because I'm not making an account to do that. But there's no comments, none, which shows me that there's some issues there. But uh, no wiki generally fan-run wikis would write, Lyle Fernandez is currently our most valuable asset within the FIA and is to be protected and cooperated with by all NERCAST personnel. Lyle currently serves as a communication specialist working with Jim Corbijan, I'm not saying it that way, who is not aware of his allegiance to us. He will be a key part of the success of the upcoming Plan 4 initiative as an, and is an invaluable conduit of information. However, NERCA Solutions agents are urged to use caution and common sense when dealing with Fernandez. 
His combat training makes him a particularly... Oh, sorry, that's my speech impediment coming out. Dangerous foe. And his intellect and cunning have been tested out at near-genius levels. Although he has chosen to cooperate with Nurkas, uh, Fernandez's motivations are always to be considered a suspect. Do not underestimate this man. It feels written by PR. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but here's here's the front page. So the front page is like the generic... Um, <laughs> generic wiki uh, front which has like four images it scrolls through the game check out the exciting new game characters enemies or allies trophies collect them all (laughs) videos see videos of this great new game (laughs) like am I crazy I feel like most people even if you liked it would be aware of its flaws. This this doesn't talk about any of it. Yeah, yeah. It seems like promotion more than evaluation. If you or, read or about commentary. the game, if you if you like, if you go in uh, to the Mindjack wiki, it is a copy and paste of the wiki, like Wikipedia article, except for the first bit, and you can tell because of the text formatting changed it's just odd that like this is the first time I've read a wiki and it's like the trailer are the trailers linked to GameStop or a GameSpot or no they're YouTube okay I'm gonna say if they're embedded in this page that's even worse but there's like no comments none just unless it's one super fan I, I really doubt that. Because I don't think this game has, the, like, super, super fans. <laughs> That's not to say people don't like it, but it just... Anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to segue. It's just, like, it's the the language used in this is so... Like, Rebecca Weiss. These are, these are quotes from Rebecca Weiss. Do I make them jumpy, too? Are you calculating combat arts or loss of pride? <laughs> Jackpot. Like, uh, okay. I don't know. Sounds like we've been so, bamboozled. So, 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 finish the story for us, Matt. What happens? Well, you get to the elevator. <laughs> you take the elevator up, and you have your end boss fight. Is there any cutscene? Yeah, there's a bunch of posturing and nonsense, and I, I wouldn't say there's much story here. But you're actually in a so when you get to the the end boss fight, and and a lot of these you know rooms and and kill rooms and fights in the end of this game, they give you those better weapons. So you do feel like a badass, but they end up being bullet sponges. Absolutely, of course. Um, so you're shooting this guy, it doesn't seem all that hard, it's basically just a bunch of bookshelves, and like his desk with a computer on it, and he's just kind of popping in and out of the bookshelves, but not really that hard, you know, you can't take more than one hit, like if you hit you twice you're dead, but you can take one and then just hide behind the bookshelves, it's fairly easy, 
you take him down and, you know, of course they think that they've finished the whole story and they think they've ended him. But then what happens, I don't exactly know where this guy came from, but you end up with like a... Like a full-on robot or cyborg or digital entity given physical form. And he's basically like a red and white ninja. Almost like a almost like a human that's been skinned where you can see like bones and sinews, but they're all metallic. Okay. Uh, and then you're in basically a dome. And it's just you and Rebecca fighting this guy. Again, they give you high-end weapons. You've got your ammo refill, uh, your weapons rack, and it's, you know, he's barely even moving. Like, he, again, will kill you in two hits. Luckily, you know, you and your partner can heal each other, so even if you die, as long as both of you don't die, you're fine. Uh, but again, he moves so slowly that it's not super clear what the challenge is even supposed to be. Other than that, again, he takes, like, seven clips to bring down. And so then they're like, oh, good, finally, it's over. And then, like, the lights start to swirl around him, and he gets back up, and they're like, oh, I, what is this? I don't understand why we can't kill him. And they say he's drawing power from the from these, like, heat sources on the wall. So you need to blow those up. But you don't have any weapons that can actually blow up the glass to get to the heat panels behind them. Because all you have is like the eight, the nine, and a shotgun and a pistol. So, again, maybe somewhat interesting, but not really because it's so frustrating. Is the fact that like, so you kill him once. I, I never killed him again. You probably could just keep killing him, and then he would keep getting back up, and you could keep killing him. But after you kill him the first time, and he gets back up, the little floating robots come up along the outside of this domed arena and they shoot rockets into the arena at you so what you need to do is kill them mind jack them take them over so you're controlling them and because they have the rockets you can go around the outside of the arena and blow up the the heat panels on the side so you actually like you need to leave your body and get into a robot to access the area that you can't as corbidin and then that's it. Basically, as soon as you hit that last panel, everybody blows up. I don't like and the fact that you imply that there was puzzles in this game at some point. No, there was always me wishing it was going to turn into a puzzle. <laughs> no, but you said that you had to actually access a robot to get into certain areas. Like, I think that's the first time you have to do something like that, right? So yeah. like Geist. And again, yeah, Geist is decent. Yeah. To good. And this is the thing that, like, it would have made this game better if they had done more of this. And it wasn't just a one-off at the very last minute of the game. So what happens at the end? Uh, at the end, there's basically a bunch of, well, this is just the beginning. That You know, the big one is actually coming next. And then... They basically some helicopters. You get you get a, you get a nice view of the futuristic city again. Mm -hmm. Some helicopters come to pick you up, and you're walking your way over to the helicopter. And Jim has a bit of a migraine, 
sudden onset migraine, and he basically the wanderer. He like he sees a vision of what the wanderer is doing, and he sees that oh, actually, I see Lyle over there on the edge of the building, and then he's just like Lyle, don't jump, and Lyle's like it's over, and jumps off the building and kills himself. Does it make any sense? I don't know. Don't think so. Here, here's Sprite from the wiki. It's mentioned early in the first level that Rebecca Weiss looks remarkably similar to Mary Corbijn, Jim Corbijn's wife who died in a car accident before the game start. It is revealed later that Rebecca actually witnessed the accident. Whoa, small world. Yep, she says, I didn't do it. I was just tailing her. And she got into an accident and died. Yeah. The fate of Lyle Fernandez is unknown when he supposedly jumped to his death. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Between that, unknown, they don't actually show him die. They just show him jump off the side. And then them saying, oh, the the big one is coming next. This was only the beginning. I was like, wow. In a generic game, that was your most generic setup for a sequel you could have possibly done. Here's... Here's uh, the trivia on Jim Kaporvijin. Jim can't actually mind-hack other people. He gets hacked by Gardner at the beginning of the game, meaning that he is technically not the playable character. Whoa! Um, Andrew Gardner is killed by Lyle at some point. Um, Okay, here it is. Um, At the end of the game, it is revealed that he was killed by Lyle Fernandez before the game even started! And all the times that he appears are through pre-recorded messages. Wow, they spelled messages wrong. It is also revealed that before his death, he converted his mind into a wanderer that he used to hack Jim. Just spit in my drink. <laughs> For fuck's sake. I called it, like, it, though, didn't I? I know, you did. Um, I called it at the first episode. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to find out that... Jim is being mind jacked this entire time because oh, nobody yeah. is talking about it. Nobody in this game is talking about how, Jim, how did you take over that robot? Or Jim asks, how did I take over that robot? Nobody is asking these questions. Yeah. So in my, in my efforts to find the mind, mind, uh, mind jack wiki, um, I found a wiki, sort of, I suppose. It's called the Crappy Games Wiki. (laughs) Okay, cool. (laughs) Why have we Um, not been consulting this earlier? Exactly what I was thinking. Uh, Right under the image of the Mindjack cover, it just says, This game sure jacked your mind up. (laughs) Um, um, So, why it sucks... Outright broken AI, allowing for allies and civilians to cower in plain sight and enemies being unable to hit anything. Two, repetitive gameplay. Three, uninteresting boss fights. One, boss fight in particular has a large boss mech that just stands there, firing at the ground. You don't defeat it by attacking it. Instead, you can only defeat it by killing waves of enemies, no different from the other enemies you've been fighting throughout the level. Yeah. Four, ear grating static occurs whenever you're about to mind jack someone. I didn't have that issue. Anybody else? Mm-mm. Okay. Five, some levels are about 30 seconds long. I don't recall having any issues, but I probably didn't even notice that it was changing because I didn't have to sh- shoot anything. 
Uh, six, whenever the game loads, you lose all weapons and ammunition, leaving you with only a pistol. Yep. Whenever you mindjack a civilian, they automatically possess a weapon. They said time can be hilarious. Yeah, they automatically possess a machine gun, usually, which Corbin yeah. can't even do. Uh, here's something that we didn't really have to deal with, um, although I guess you kind of did, Drew. Broken and unbalanced multiplayer due to strange design choices. For example, you have to earn the right to rebalance teams in multiplayer and need to hit level 20 to obtain it. Um, apparently the game used to have a tendency to freeze. I don't know about that still, because I've never had it freeze, but, um, poor and paper thin story. The developers outsourced the story to an unknown British company in a poor attempt at appealing to Western uh, audiences. 11, poor voice acting. 12, late in the game story, Jim learns of mind hacking, even though he's been doing it the entire game. (laughs) Well, this is meant to foreshadow a plot twist. It still counts because of how stupid it is. Um, and then it c- covers some of the reception. Mindjack was universally panned with critics criticizing its story, enemy AI, visuals, and gameplay, and is notable for its exceptionally negative reception from critics. Uh, Zero Punctuation panned the game as unplayable, stating he didn't even finish it. You recommended nobody bother to play the game as it was just frustrating. Um... Angry Joe, not that I'd use him as a source of quality, but uh, gave it a 1 out of 10. The second game we reviewed that received such a rating, the first was Sonic Freeriders. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Fun okay, times. Real, real quickly, before we move on, stay on that webpage. See if Eben Batuta is on that webpage. Oh, Eben... I don't see. It. Well, that was pronounced. Uh, oh, on Earth, on Earth, there it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read why it sucks? Yes, please. Why it sucks? Terrible Resident Evil esque voice acting. It too. It is obviously a low budget ripoff of games like Uncharted and Tomb Raider. Three awkward and ugly animations. Four a ridiculous cover system with wonky cameras. Also, while blind firing, you will never miss despite what the game claims. <laughs> that's, that's absolutely correct. Outdated graphics on par with a PS2 game for a game that was originally on PS3. Terrible hit detection and hand-to-hand combat sections. The first episode gives off a poor impression thanks to its weak storyline. To add insult to injury, it's extremely short and ends with a cliffhanger. Eight, the credits ha- after the first episode have way too many people. <laughs> Okay. Oh, this site is this site is my new pride and joy. <laughs> so there you go. There's Mind Jack. Man, screw that game. Yeah, not good. So, do we want to rate? Where do we fit this in in our ratings? Yep. For me, it's eight out of eleven. Eight no out of eleven. So, what's below uh, it and what's above it? The, so, so the hardest thing for me was to decide if I like this less than Sonic, because <laughs> I've got Sonic at nine out of eleven. I, I, I think I like this less than Sonic, but I can't say it's a worse game. Yeah, that's a terrible position to be in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm real torn because it 
it and Sonic would be neck and neck for me. Like, I don't like either of them. But this one I actually could finish, whereas Sonic I don't think I ever would be able to. And then below that is Unearthed and Secret Service is still the gutter for me. I think I put this below Secret Service. Ooh. <laughs> because, you know what, this game was prettier to look at, but at least Secret Service tried. <laughs> like, there was, there, was, there was an attempt to change up gameplay at times. Also, it did have... Alright, it had quality voice actors. What? what? Secret, Secret Service? Service. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah. I played the PS2 version Secret Service, which is objectively yeah, yeah. the worst thing I've ever looked at. Yeah. That was bad. Thither. Oh, just above it, I've got a quiet man, and then eat lead. At seven. Until I looked, until I looked at the Phoenix Down list of stuff we we've played. I forgot I played the quiet man. Everybody did. Yeah. game, <sighs> really. That's great. <sighs> That's where it me it falls for me. Pretty pretty far down at the bottom. I'd say tied for third for last if I didn't want to not have a tie on my list. See, I need to write these down because I know I'm going to put them out of order. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they might not change. Like, the more, like, I could get stuck on Mindjack or go back to one of these games and they could change, but I've got them kind of rank ordered as I feel, you know, and, and updating it as we go. Right. With my top, my top three still being Bound by Flame, then Duke Nukem, then Haze, then Damnation. Oh, man. Okay. Well, let me let me see if I can do mine then. Uh, my my least favorite game we've played so far is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Guaranteed. You don't you don't expect anything to beat it. Probably not. Um, we're gonna have to dig deep then. Second one. Uh, let me look here. Second one, I would probably put Secret Service. No, Have no. you ever heard of a game called Perfect Weapon? No, but we're going to be doing it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, then probably... Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog, then Mindjack, then Secret Service, then Damnation... Then the Quiet Man. Damnation below the Quiet Man. Yes. The Quiet Man was entertaining to maybe just for listening to what actually happened in that game. Yeah. Um. Uh, then Shinmu. Then oh, I forgot Dark. Uh, Dark is below. Dark is below damnation. Um, then Duke Nukem Forever, then Eat Lead, then Haze, then Bound by Flame. Bound by Flame is still the best game we've played so far. Yeah, uh, I, I, I would say agree. it's Haze, but that's fine. Okay, what about you, Anthony? Where would you put it? 
Oh, dude, I I don't have my I don't have a list because I'm like it switches. Yeah, man. It switches when I like I have to get away from when we've talked about it to really put it in a place where I feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, they're so off-putting uh, that it like yeah. I, I can't think straight when I get one of these games. Yeah, that's the thing is like whenever each new game my list will change the other games because I'm so, just like, you know, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog wasn't that bad if you think it about, you know, compared to another no, game. No, no, no. Um Sonic <laughs> is definitely Sonic is definitely my lowest. Yeah. Um, and I want to say unearthed. Oh, I forgot unearthed. Unearthed. I want to say unearthed. Yeah, unearthed is up there. I liked it. Um, and Mind Jack is probably next in line. Then Secret Service. Like that's that's kind of where I'm putting it. Um. Where then you have Damnation, Dark, and Eat Lead above it in some order because I feel like those are all kind of interchangeable, um, like meh games. I didn't play actually. Sorry, Quiet Man. Before we get to those three, um, I didn't play Shenmue enough to really judge it. But from the from the difficulty I was having leaving the house because of the controls and and just hearing you guys talk about it, I was like, yeah, I'm not upset I missed that. Um, my top three are... See, I'd argue Duke Nukem was a better game, but I think I had I found, was found myself more compelled to play Bound by Flame at a certain point. Um... So there's those two, and my favorite is Hayes. Okay. That, that's not changing, probably, until we play Deadly Premonition, in which case Hayes can go fuck itself. Deadly Premonition's making me nervous with all these bad games. Um, I don't know. People... Hmm. Say what you want, Drew. I have not played Deadly Premonition, but I've watched probably 25 hours of that game being played. And I don't really feel like playing that game. It's... I don't care how goofy and stupid and funny it is. Gameplay comes first, in my opinion. When when the game is playing... um, It depends on what you engage with in that game. Some of it is optional. So I don't know who you're watching, but there's a lot of optional stuff in that. No, game my roommate oh because i know that like there's certain sim-esque qualities they have to take care of but um there's also other stuff where it's just like you don't have to engage with that and if you do cool so i like the game just because it's like yeah sure we're gonna throw all this in and we're gonna try our best, and clearly it was made on a shoestring budget. So, yeah. Well, that comes later, because the next yeah. game on our list is fan favorite, been recommended by multiple people. Night Trap. I can't believe I'm saying this. I I know it's kind of seeming like ah, I don't really want to do Night Trap. I'm actually looking forward to Night Trap after playing Mind Jack. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah, Night too. Trap will be 
aside from Ibn Battuta, will be the shortest and easiest game to complete. I'm sure I can get all of... I can get pretty much all of Night Trap in one play session. From what I understand, you can beat that game in probably about 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, I expect the hardest thing for me is going to be to re-hook up my Genesis monstrosity so I can play the Sega CD32X version. Man, you are dedicated. Which which one are you playing, Drew? I'm playing the PC version. And I'm probably getting it on uh, PlayStation. Yeah, I'm also going to get it on the... I already have it on the Vita. I'm going to play it there as well. Okay. So yeah, Night Trap will be the next game. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to expect. I've seen footage of the game, but that doesn't really say much. I don't know how that game plays. So it's nice of you to imply there's a game there. Yeah, well, there may be a game there. I don't know. So we'll find out. But that's it for us. I can't believe we actually went almost an hour. Um, there's no emails, but, uh, I know there are people that's been requesting Night Trap. I am expecting an email. It's drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can also tweet to us. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Anthony is at Intersect. The podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Um, I'm just, uh, I'm just tired, man. Like this, <laughs> this was a draining game. The, well, not even that. This whole year has been kind of draining to me. Like just playing these these games. I have a stack, so I have them all. I'm looking at them right now. There's a stack of games sitting right here. And I'm just like, what a crock of crap. I'm looking at them. I can see Damnation, Haze, Secret Service, Sonic. Uh, there's a couple Xbox games. I don't even know what they are. One of them is Jack. I need to take it out of my system. Yeah. Just kind of downtrodden. Maybe, maybe Night Trap will reinvigorate me. Yeah, I don't know. So, like the, the ones like this game that end up painful to get through, I I find to be a little bit draining. But some of these have actually been like I Shenmue was a little boring, but I was glad we finally played it. Quiet Man was weird, but I'm glad we played it. So I I, I don't know. So, some of these have been draining, but I. My, my goal, I, I still want to dig deep. What are the like worst games we can play? Like, how do we beat Sonic? Or, in my case, Secret Service. I mean... I, I'm i not buying another copy of Body Count. <laughs> I'm just not doing it. Are you putting Body Count below Sonic if we did it? Uh, no, but it comes damn close, in my Jeez. opinion. It, 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 <laughs> it's... Ibn Battuta was more fun than the 
partial gameplay I did of body count before I turned it off and was like, I can't. Even Batuta was more fun than like probably four or five games we've played. Including Mindjack. Including Mindjack. I'd argue that Mindjack's a better game, but like even Batuta had it run on any longer definitely would have been grinding my patience down to nothing i mean i'm sure it would have that's the thing is like even batuta was our first game so i was kind of yay excited to play bad games you gotta think of like the the mindset of of me then i i found my hour and a half with that game thoroughly entertaining it wasn't because it was a good game it was because it was just bad i mean it was one of those bad bad games that you you don't mind laughing at like mind jack there's nothing to laugh at sonic there's nothing to laugh at it's just bad i don't know man this was a mistake like (laughs) just like just like just like anime anime was a mistake Nobody gets that joke. Don't worry. It's a meme. It's not even that. I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to think of like terrible, terrible games, and at some point, you have to start going back further than any of us want to. I mean, yeah, you can go back to you the, know to the NES or the and N64 and is it really days. is it really fair to pull a licensed game? <laughs> to say like it's worse than Sonic, like yeah, but it's like a licensed game, so you know. Yeah, it was made on a fifty dollar budget. Sonic the Hedgehog was not made on a fifty dollar budget. Nope. I, you know that that that's a good question. I mean, we could have easily just picked up like you know licensed games like Iron Man or something like that. Oh fuck the Iron Man! Oh god. Or um, Superman 64. Or Superman 64 or something like that. Th- Superman are... Returns, where like the ideas were interesting. Boy, is it annoying. I just, you know, we you can't... Those are too easy, I feel like. We, we You know, and you get... I just don't think, yeah, like... I, I don't know. I don't know of a game that's... That, that in terms of budget... And and resources com- came out worse than Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that game. <laughs> Alone in the Dark is a better game than Sonic the Hedgehog. Ooh. Yeah. Because once again, Alone in the Dark had moments that made me laugh. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there was those dumb moments, like the perpetual wind that would blow people's, you know, blow people's jackets up. Or, you know, I got your fucking stones, you know, it's, it's stupid stuff like that. It's, but Sonic was just bad. Like, it was just bad. There's There's no way to describe it. Yeah, it's a game that, like, if I forget how bad it is, I'm always going to want to go back and be like, well, maybe it wasn't that bad. Let me let me give it a try. And then be like, no, this is shit. It should not be played. No. So, yeah. That's it for us, though. We're going to get out of here. 
Uh, that was mine, Jack. Such a boring game. Hopefully, Glad it's over. Yeah, hopefully Night Trap. So let me ask you this: with a, with a pl- with the plan with Night Trap, I, I I am going to do this, and I, I assume everybody else is going to do this. I'm going to sit down with Night Trap, and I'm going to attempt to learn to play that game at least twice and try to beat it, or at with least no help. With no help, I don't think I will succeed. And if I don't, I'm then going to go buy a fact so I can perfect it. That's my plan. Yep, me too. Okay. I'm probably not going to do a fact, but I'll. You know, I'm going to try it a couple times to see where I get. Because I, I at least want to see the ending. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to do it first on the Genesis to see, to play it in its most authentic environment first. I don't expect to make it very far in that version, but we'll see. Okay. All right. So that's the plan. We'll be back next week. Until then, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Anthony. And we're out of here. We're we're halfway through this. Well, more than halfway through this this mess of of a year. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, with Night Trap.